the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for some football? That's right. Football on Monday night. How about that, huh? It's um, it's amazing. But here we are again with a sports story that's about a lot more than sports. The Pittsburgh Maulers. Uh, that's right. The Pittsburgh Maulers play football tonight against the Tampa Bay Bandits. The game's not in Pittsburgh, and it's not in Tampa. It's in Birmingham. They're playing in a neutral site. And why should you or anybody else care about the USFL? Uh, Well, it was tried here in the 1980s with the first version of the Pittsburgh Maulers, and the league was swallowed up and spit out uh, by the NFL. Uh, Most of the people on the NFL beat in the media will dismiss or ridicule uh, any league that dares to challenge the NFL. You know that's going to happen. Maybe quite a few uh, fanboys among the NFL media. But if you're a football fan... And if you're a fan of free enterprise, you should be rooting for the USFL to succeed. I mean, why not have two pro football teams in Pittsburgh instead of one? One playing in the fall, one playing in the spring. Why should Heinz Field, a stadium that taxpayers paid for, in case you've forgotten, why should that uh, stadium sit empty from January until September? If the league is moderately successful uh, and the Maulers are a part of that success, uh, if you own a business downtown, why wouldn't you be happy to have, say, a, I don't know, a half-filled Heinz Field on a Monday night in April? Maybe next year the USL is, is uh, playing in home, at home sites. One of them is Pittsburgh. What would be wrong with having twenty five or 30,000 people at Heinz Field tonight? Monopolies are never good for the customers. Uh, they're sure not good for the workers. And the USFL has some great rule changes that you can see if you watch the game tonight on FS1. I won't go into them here, but... Uh, it's 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 very uh, innovative and very good. Why shouldn't cities like Birmingham, St. Louis, Memphis, San Diego, and several others, I don't know, throw in Portland, I, I, I could go on, why shouldn't they have pro football? And this could also be good for college football. If you believe in college football being about, you know, college students playing football, I'm not sure what the USL, USFL is going to do uh, when it comes to eligibility for college players. Uh, right now, a uh, kid can't get into the NFL unless he's uh, his uh, four years removed from graduating from high school, which means three years on a college campus. But the XFL, which, by the way, starts next year, believe it or not, has said that it'll draft and sign players before they've been in college for three years, which means more openings for real students at colleges who only want to play football in college to get a scholarship and are not good enough for the pros, which is you know kind of way it's supposed to be. Why couldn't the Pittsburgh Maulers be a developmental team for the Steelers? Wouldn't it be better if the NFL had a farm system like baseball and hockey instead of using colleges for a free farm system? There's nothing not to like about the USFL. It'll be good for football, good for free enterprise, and good for America if it succeeds. And I'm going to be watching tonight. I don't know about you. When we come back, we're going to shift gears, talk about a poll of black Americans with some results that I think might surprise you. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk to the author of a book called BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... 
Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz. President Trump endorsed Dr. Mehmet Oz for Senate. Why? Because President Trump knows who the real conservative is who's going to shake up Washington. It's not David McCormick, the liberal pro-Biden, pro-China Wall Street insider. David McCormick praised Biden, is funded by Democrats, and admits he was never a Trump supporter, all while telling his friends back on Wall Street that his so-called conservative principles are just an act. President Trump knows the real conservative is Dr. Oz. Trump calls Dr. Mehmet Oz smart, tough, and someone who will never let us down. I endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Dr. Oz. Endorsed by Trump, the conservative fighter Pennsylvania needs Dr. Oz for U.S. Senate. I'm Dr. Mehmet Oz, a candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate. Mother's Day is coming, and so is the challenge. What do you give the mom that gave you everything? This Mother's Day, give the gift of a lifetime of memories, digitized forever. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Nick. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to simplify preserving footage of mom's wedding, your first steps, and all the milestone moments that made your mom, mom. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert those meaningful moments. Legacy Box is simple, safe, and affordable. Simply fill your Legacy Box with photos, film, and tapes. Our team of experts will do the rest. Not to mention, you'll get back your originals and new digital copies on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud, ready to relive and share for generations. Make your mom feel extra special this Mother's Day with what Real Simple calls the perfect gift. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get early access to our Mother's Day sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for an unbelievable deal. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. this segment and uh we'll keep working on that but i what, what I, I wanted to talk about um something that i saw last week uh, i think friday or saturday i wasn't here friday working but uh, i just thought it was something um, very much worth taking a look at um and it's a poll that was done um and it was done by the uh, pew research organization and it was done on uh, race and uh, ethnicity. Eth- ethnicity, And um, they asked a, a bunch of questions uh, of uh, black adults. And we're going to talk about that with, uh, with Horace Cooper of Project 21 Black Leadership Network. Horace, thanks for being here. Always a pleasure to come on the program. Yeah, so um, I... I, I Wanted to talk to you about this because I saw the poll. I don't know if you could hear what I was saying uh, when you were uh, talking to the producer, but um, uh, I, I brought up the issue of you know the subway shooting in Brooklyn, and it shouldn't be too hard for people to recall since it only happened last week. But uh, people shouldn't be surprised, and there's a lot of talk about this, uh, and there's a lot of talk in the media and the conservative media anyway about 
how the media seemed to be forgetting about this already because it doesn't fit the right narrative. The shooter was a black man. He shot a white people. And uh, you wonder if the media and their uh, liberal friends in government, you know, should take some blame for the incident, at least, and, and, and maybe others, too. Uh, so that's what I wanted to talk about with you is that do you think this incident, the one in Brooklyn and maybe others, including the uh, the people who were run down by an SUV driven by a black man at a Christmas parade in Michigan, uh, that they can be blamed at least uh, in part because of the narrative pushed by the Democrats and the media? Well, the media is definitely pushing a narrative. This narrative uh, has been adopted uh, by Democrats and progressives, but it originated on uh, our campuses. And this narrative, I refer to it as the racial antinomian heresy, the idea that because there was injustice in the past against blacks, when blacks misbehave, you look the other way. Uh, On the other hand, because there was injustice against blacks in the past, when a white misbehaves, or even if he doesn't, you throw the book at them. This violates our idea this country was founded on, this uh, enshrined, enshrined in the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal. The progressives and their push for CRT and the media's take up of this are just continuing to occur. And what we're going to see and what we're already seeing is the more you encourage the bad behavior, the more of the bad behavior that you're going to get. So yes, the media is responsible because they've contributed. Uh, Progressives and Democrats are responsible because even from the White House, when they falsely claim that white supremacy is the number one national uh, homeland security threat, they are responsible. Uh, But this problem thrives on our college campuses And in order to be stopped, that's where it's really going to have to be challenged. So how long uh, do you think it's been going on on college campuses? Oh, so the theories that undergird uh, what I call the uh, racial antinomian heresy have been promoted since the late 1930s. It just wasn't able to get much traction. All of a sudden... After uh, the riots began in uh, 2020, suddenly, uh, 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 in the wake of the Floyd death, suddenly we saw big tech, we saw Twitter, we saw Facebook, we saw a number of big players claim sympathy, and instead of a more thorough assessment of what the facts are, such as that Uh, Police officers are actually not the biggest threat to black men in America. Not white police officers, not black police officers, not police officers. Other black men are the single largest threat to black men in the United States. And in fact, the CDC lists homicide as one of the leading causes of death for black men. If you ask about Asians, Native Americans, you ask about whites, any other group, it does, homicide doesn't make the top. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I think that um, Black Lives Matter is a brilliant name for an organization, and it's worked. And you tell me what you think, because because how do you you, you can't argue with that? Nobody, and nobody does argue with that. And it, it, that, that that organization was around a little bit uh, a few years before the George Floyd incident, but uh, I don't know who came up with that as a as a uh, slogan, but I think it's brilliant because uh, I well, can't who who can argue with that. I always say when BLM comes up, Black Lives Matter, a group that smears America, smears law enforcement. And in fact, as this crime wave has overtaken America in urban community after urban community, the people who've paid the biggest price have actually been blacks. It's as the the mayor of New York said, it's, quote, Black Lives Matter, Why has there been little to no concern? BLM is all about promoting BLM. 
I couldn't have made up two years ago that we would be seeing them buying mansions and flying around on jets. It turns out truth is stranger than fiction. But the inherent claim that's being made by BLM is a falsehood. Blacks, whites, browns, everybody in these United States are concerned about the principle, as I said, that's embodied in the Declaration of Independence. All men are created equal, and that's what America wants. All people to be created equal. BLM wants special treatment just for one group. Every living white man has no tie to the injustice that happened to every living black man. In fact, every living black man doesn't have an example of the kind of injustice that progressives take for granted. They say you can't buy a house, you can't get a car, you can't vote, you can't do all of these things that the data simply doesn't show the truth of. When you ask the federal government and the Department of Justice about hate crimes, hate crimes targeted against blacks are at a record low. You actually have to get Jussie Smollett in his hoax to do fake uh, hate crimes that Americans just won't do. Racial intermarriage, it continues to increase. If we're at what the president smears us with, Jim Crow 2.0, it is the weirdest segregation and racism that I've ever seen. It's a racism that says celebrities are going to be welcomed and acknowledged, that CEOs will be in record numbers made up of black Americans and other minorities. More people, until this recession came along, got new jobs, bought new houses. This is nothing like early 20th century Jim Crow. Hey, so I, uh, I have a guest coming on in my second uh, half hour, uh, Mike Gonzalez. You may be familiar with him. He's got a book called BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. So I'm going to get into uh, Black Lives Matter with him. He did a lot of research on it. But how, how well do you think the narrative has worked, Horace, uh, and how can an organization like uh, Project 21 Black Leadership Network push back against it? Well, one of the reasons why I jump at the opportunity to come on a program like yours is that the American people know in their hearts that these claims against them, and by implication when you say that uh, white nationalism is the biggest threat in America, you're smearing a group of Americans. They know this is false. They can't find, well, which one of my neighbors is slipping out to a Klan meeting? How is it that we spend trillions of dollars in social welfare programs, but we actually are hoping that people stumble and they don't succeed? They know it's a smear, but when I come on a program like yours, what I get to do is remind them of the truth of that statement. The advocates and founders, including Patrice Cullors at BLM, had and have a hoax scam. It will enrich them and it will allow progressives who are a minority. They're not 20%. I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking about actual radical progressives. They're barely 15% of the American population. They overwhelmingly are represented on Twitter and in other forms of social media. Um, they have an inordinate amount of influence over big tech and corporate America. And now, sitting in the White House, they have found a welcome advocate who pushes and promotes their agenda. I'm telling you and your audience, Hold on, there's a day of reckoning coming. It's happening in November, and you're going to see whites, blacks, browns, all of America repel and reject the wickedness that masquerades as BLM. Sounds good to me. We're talking to Horace Cooper of Project 21 Black Leadership Network. I, I want to move on now to uh, something else, and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, uh, a poll by Pew Research 
that I have to admit surprised me um, as a white guy. Okay, uh, black adults, uh, black adults were asked to identify the most important issue in the community they live in, and violence and crime was the number one response. Racism, diversity slash culture finished second to last out of ten issues. Does that surprise you at all? It doesn't surprise me, and in fact. Uh, throughout the summer, and by the way, the insurance industry said in 2020 more than a billion dollars worth of damage was done, and the mainstream media told us that that was mostly peaceful. Even with the smoke and the fire in the backdrop, media types denied the reality. But when, throughout it, when Americans who happened to be black were asked their thoughts about the law enforcement community higher than other groups. This is a counter-narrative. They said, we want more police, not less. We want criminals to be under control, not freed to run wild. As I said, the racist antinomian heresy says if you have a black person because of injustice in the past, that person shouldn't be held accountable. They shouldn't be punished. I don't know if you remember this or not, but but even the uh, mainstream media didn't even want to give the race of the the uh, Brooklyn bomber and shooter while we were looking for him, saying somehow uh, giving the color wouldn't aid us in tracking him down, but would instead somehow encourage us to have a certain bias. This is dark, it's sad, and it's way outside of the mainstream. Yeah, they had, a, they had his height and weight and uh, what he was wearing, and forgot to mention, I think it was in the New York Times, forgot to mention that he was black, and then it, uh, I think in the story it said he, uh, there were videos of him showing animus towards certain ethnic groups. When it, what he was doing was saying he wanted to kill white people. That's what he was saying on the videos. Expressed hostility toward whites and Jews, mm-hmm. and he even said the newest member of the Supreme Court ought to be uh, removed from from public discourse because she's married to a white American. Yeah. Unbelievable bigotry that they've just largely gone silent about. The truth is, bigotry is a declining experience uh, by Americans, but. That declining exhibition happens among blacks just as much as it does happen among non-blacks. That's something that the mainstream media simply won't say. The numbers are smaller, but it's not one particular race group that has a monopoly on bigotry. Well, and police didn't make the list of the, of the, ten, um, the ten questions, the ten issues. N- nobody mentioned uh, police as being a major problem. among. This is among black adults. So do you think most people in the media would be surprised by this poll since they are pushing a much oh. different – do you think they actually believe that black people are everywhere watch, walking around terrified that they're going to be attacked by a policeman? The group I call the problem-solving class, they inhabit the media, but they're in tech companies, but they're largely in government. They have a belief that they don't want to see evidence of. They believe it so strongly. And their belief of America's wrongness and their belief of the jeopardy that black Americans face caused them to completely advocate policies that black Americans openly reject. Quickly, I'm just about out of time. Uh, where where did the uh, the blacks should be afraid of cops narrative originate? That is something that came from Washington, and it also came from the precursor groups that founded Black Lives Matter. As I said, the idea of uh, there, there being an unjust America is something that only a marginal number of uh, academics embrace, not the mainstream of America. Horace, I'm out of time. I could go on. Uh, some great stuff as usual from you. Always good to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's Horace Cooper, Project 21 Black Leadership Network. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. A federal judge in Florida overturned the Biden administration's mask mandate on public transportation. 
The judge ruled that the agency's recent two-week extension of the rule was not justified and exceeded the authority of health officials. The mandate covers travelers on airplanes and other public transportation. Russian forces launched missile attacks on the western city of Lviv and pounded a multitude of other targets across Ukraine. The attack came as Moscow's troops stepped up strikes on infrastructure in preparation for an all-out assault on the east. The Supreme Court has rejected a challenge from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Maryland to the 2017 tax law that capped federal tax deductions for state and local taxes. This morning, stocks were trading lower. They've turned slightly higher. The Dow is up by 70 points. This is SRN News. Moose is the German Shepherd, now 11, and he's been an amazing dog. Moose is so active and so alert and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Now, Moose, at age 10, had a litter of 10 puppies with a friend's dog. We kept Lupo, his son, and the other puppies were given to friends. But one of the requirements was they must start those puppies on Dynavite. And someday, if Lupo has puppies, they'll be on Dynavite as well. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, Right from the beginning, so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dennis Prager worries for the next generation. Almost half of Gen Z and millennials would rather be unemployed than unhappy in a job, according to a new study. If this article is true, we're in trouble, and these uh, sort of spoiled brats are in trouble. I won't work till I am happy at the job. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The answer. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. This product is life-changing, and I tell everyone what a blessing balance of nature, fruits and vegetables is. It's amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, this is an amazing thing. 30 days after taking this, everything is, is perfect. I could not be more happy. What a blessing. So good job, down to nature. Good job. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code Balance. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. Cancerscreenquiz.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. For your rush hours, looking at uh, some pretty typical delays, Parkway West outbound. A delay of about five minutes between Banksville Road and Carnegie. Parkway East outbound, heavy from Glenwood to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Looking at some very slow spots through there on inbound side, a little slow into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound 28 volume delays from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. Parkway North not too bad right now. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. A couple of showers of rain or snow tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 32. Windy tomorrow and cold with a couple of rain or snow showers. Storm total still fall an inch or two, the high 42. Breezy tomorrow evening, otherwise partly cloudy and cold. There will be a freeze with a low of 29. For Wednesday, we'll see some sunshine, then turning cloudy. Expect a high Wednesday of 53. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
Now, after George Floyd was killed by a Minneapolis cop, uh, Black Lives Matter emerged as a major political force, and it was understandable. And it reached the point that you were called a racist if you questioned, if you questioned uh, Black Lives Matter uh, methods or motives. Uh, that's changed for a lot of reasons. Mike Gonzalez is the author of a new book called BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution, and he joins us now. Mike, thanks for coming on the show again. I appreciate it. Yeah, John, thanks a lot. I mean, when I first started writing about it, it felt very lonely. The uh-huh. New York Times kept that, uh, went after me, uh, called me a racist. Uh, you know, it's the thing they call everybody, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, they, but yeah, I kept at it because I saw it clearly. And now it's just all coming out. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the financial scandals, the, the, the house grifting, to me, that's not the main thing, as you know, if you read my book. Yeah. To me, the main thing is the fact that they want to dismantle the United States, get rid of capitalism, get rid of the American way of life, and implement some uh, vague Marxism, which has not, has not, to say the least, produced good results in the rest of the world. Uh, so Marxist revolution, though, th- those are two strong words. Have we actually reached that point? Oh, I think we reached that point in 2020. Uh, what it is, though, is you have to understand in the right context, it's a cultural revolution. Like Mao had a cultural revolution. It's not a, a communist. Since the new left in the 1960s, uh, they, that was the last time there was a real stab, uh, and I, I, I mean I use the word uh, in this double sense, at violence. Mm-hmm. You know, with with the Black Liberation Army and the whether on the ground, the Black Panther Party and the Sudanese Liberation Army, they really thought that they could overthrow the United States through violence. When it became clear that they couldn't that they had to instead uh, infiltrate the culture, indoctrinate Americans, and they had to, uh, quote-unquote, have a long march through the institutions, which was itself a a reference to Mao's long march in China, and and in a a reference that made on purpose. uh, Communism, Marxism changed then, and it's produced results. So 2020, in my opinion if you want to know, is that they thought, well, they had done enough indoctrinating and they could have a, a, a coup de grace, right? They could just have a, a short burst of violence and change society. And I think they failed. I think that they have changed, they have changed America a lot. But people are fighting back and saying, no, no, we're not going to have this critical race theory in the classrooms or in the office or in the military or in the church uh, or, or in the corporate world. But this, this, this actually, this, Americans are fighting back. That's what's happened. But how much did uh, Black Lives Matter and the media falling in love with them uh, back in 2020, uh, how much did it change the country, though, just in the, in the immediate well, the, aftermath? The country, the country has completely changed. Has enough of the better. I mean, uh, look, I mean, we're, we're, as I said, we're engaged in real, a real battle of ideas right now. But, but critical race theory has entered every subject in schools. Math. You know, grammar, syntax, uh, they don't teach, uh, they don't teach uh, philosophy or, or, or rhetoric anymore. God knows they don't teach classical languages. But everything else they do still teach is suffused with, with uh, the critical race theory, which is at the heart of Black Lives Matter. This is 1619 Project, which is an attempt at changing the, 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 the origin story of this country. There's nothing more fundamental than to change your origin story. To say to the to the Brits, no King Arthur. That's not when Britain starts, or, uh, or, or the invasion of you know uh, the, the Norman invasion. And here to say no, it's not 1776. That's not when the country starts. That's taking away your identity, yourself. So so the country has changed incredibly. And I think the the big uh, tumult that you see, the big uh, backlash that you see, uh, started in Loudoun County, but now it's everywhere. It's about that. It's about how much, how rapidly, how profoundly they change the country. But have they, have they changed America fundamentally? Have, have they, has America departed from its, its, its path? I don't think so yet. Well, does the 1619 Project uh, uh, um, show up if uh, Chauvin doesn't kneel on George Floyd's neck? Does it, does it get the kind of play that it got? You know, I think the 16, so let's not forget that Black Lives Matter really comes into being in 2013 with Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. and then it becomes a real cultural and political force with Ferguson after the killing of Michael Brown, yeah. 
Ferguson is really the place where all the Marxist groups from across the country and really even the world meet in Ferguson, Missouri in, 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 uh, in 2014. And then you have between 2014 and 2019 the Ferguson effect in which you have thousands of additional homicides because police pull back in areas where Black Lives Matter have demonstrated. 1619, and I would say studies have been done, qualitative studies, that the media really begins to use these terms uh, in late 2013, and then it goes into high gear in 2014. The media provides BLM, uh, as, as BLM comes into being, the media provides it with the, the lexicon. Uh, and, and they begin to use all the terms, you know, systemic racism, institutional racism, white privilege, and so forth. That, that sees a, huge, a humongous spike in the Washington Post and New York Times. And then the 1619 Project comes in in 2019, obviously the, 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 the 400th anniversary yeah. of the arrival of, of these African slaves <clears throat> on U.S. soil. You know, the, 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 the project itself was, was, was uh, riven with uh, disinformation, bad history. These are not, by any means, the first slaves. If you want to talk about Europeans introducing the first slaves, that would have been the Spaniards in Florida and South Carolina and parts of Georgia in the 1500s. But actually, the Aztecs, the American Indians, the Native Americans, practiced slavery in, in a huge amount. The Incas, not just slavery, but human sacrifice and, and human consumption, you know, cannibalism. So none of this is new. The, the whole thing is a charade. Uh, it's an attempt to tell America you're bad. America is bad from the very beginning, irredeemable, throw the whole thing out and start anew. And that's what I try to fight against with my book, BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. Now, but the, the George Floyd incident, uh, all that stuff was happening leading up to it. But yes. George Floyd, the video of George Floyd and everybody that saw that and all the the uh, the agony that uh, uh, ensued right, after that, does is that like kind of like the, the spark that really set it off? That puts it that puts it on on on, on steroids, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, we have twelve thousand protests, out of which a small minority turn into riots. But you know, a small minority of twelve thousand is a lot of riots. So the the U.S. Crisis Monitor at, at uh, Princeton says it has it has coded six hundred and thirty three events as riots, and ninety five percent of those of which we know the identity of the perpetrator is linked to Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter sent out 4 million emails in the second half of 2020. This is the organization, the, the mothership of, the, of, the, of, the, of the, the, the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, and it raises, by its own account, $90 million in the second half of 2020. That's what it says in the first quarter of 2021. The problem is the money has gone missing. It's, it, 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 the, the organization has not accounted to it to the IRS, they, they have not said where the money has gone, except we know, we know that it's gone to at least uh, a, 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 a mansion in Southern California that cost $6 million, to another mansion in Toronto, Canada, which used to be the, the headquarters of the Communist Party of Canada, and then Patrice Coleurs, uh, according to the New York Post and other outlets, she herself bought three houses uh, in the spring, I believe, of 2021, Although it is not clear, they, they deny that that money came from donor money. They deny that the money to buy these three houses came from the $90 million that Americans gave to it. You know, they, but they haven't explained that. They haven't explained anything. Um, we're talking to Mike Gonzalez. He's the author of a new book called BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolu Revolution. Um, how did the January 6th riot at the Capitol help Black Lives Matter? Well, I put that in my book, actually. That's how I started my book. Uh, it made it harder to, 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 to discuss, you know, and, and, and the, the liberals have really taken to this, this, this. By the way, I thought it was stomach-churning, uh, these people invading the Capitol. Uh, I, I don't like political violence when any, any side uh, perpetrates it. Uh, so so, so I, I'd say anybody who's caught having broken the law uh, on January 6, 2021, you know, I throw the book at them. That's the difference between me and them. The other side doesn't want any criticism of Black Lives Matter, doesn't want to discuss the people who died during the riots, doesn't want to discuss the people. You know what the, 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 the spike in the homicide rate in 2020 was? It was 30 percent nationwide. 
Nothing in our 240-year history comes close to it. Uh, the, the, the closest one was 1968, another politically charged year. The homicide rate went up 12 percent. Uh, 2020, 30 percent. That you cannot discuss. So, so, so January 6th uh, creates a situation in which I, I was asked to testify in Congress in a subcommittee of the House of Representatives. You know, I think it was Ayanna Presley who said to me when I said, yeah, you know, we should look at all political violence, including the political violence uh, occasioned by BLM. She said I was uh, spitting on King's grave, MLK's grave. You know, I don't think I was in the least. I, 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 I read King's works. I, I'm a big fan of King. You know, I believe that, you know, people should be judged by the, by the content of their heart. You, you uh, mentioned a minute ago the, the terms that are used now, um, systemic racism, um, white privilege. The fact that those uh, expressions, terms, are so prominent now in our language, that's not a, an accident, right? No, not in the least. No, this is guy, for your, your listeners, should look up the tablet. It's a publication, a very fine publication, and a man named Goldberg, I forget his first name, uh, who's, who's a Ph.D. candidate at Georgia Tech. He published a, a, a long essay in which he did regression studies. He looked, you know, qualitative, quantitatively at the numbers of mentions of all these terms in the four main U.S. newspapers. I know the Washington, the Washington Post and New York Times are two of them. And it, it's, it's a complete hockey stick uh, upturn. And it begins in late 2013 after the creation of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was created in July, July 13, uh, uh, 2013, when a jury acquits Judge Zimmerman of the murder of Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. And that's when the three founders of BLM, Patrice Coulurs, Paul Pimetti, and, 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 and Alicia Garza, put together the organization. By the way, prior to that, all three had a very long pedigree of working for socialist organizations. Two of them had been trained by Marxist intellectuals, Eric Mann and Harmony Goldberg. Goldberg trained uh, uh, Alicia Garza, and Eric Mann trained Patrice Coulos for 10 years, for 10 years on how to organize to overthrow American society. This is not me making any of this up. This is all in the record. The media could, could write about this if it wanted to. Yeah, and um, you mentioned, I see in your, in your book, you talk about the way uh, these terms showed up in places like Major League Baseball games uh, when they were, uh, you know, the, during the uh, cere- pregame ceremonies and things like that, where everyday people and everybody in the media would just throw out things like systemic racism, which is an evil concept, but it, it's now just become something that everybody seems to accept. Not yeah, everybody, no but too many people. It. There's no escaping it. No, no. But, I mean, if you don't accept it publicly, right. you're, you're, you risk being canceled. So even if you don't accept it, m- many Americans are keeping quiet about it. They don't want to lose their livelihood. They look at their children, and they don't want to take away the bread earner. Uh, that's happening in the land of the free. Uh, look, this is... This is very serious. America, Reagan was right. We don't pass liberty on to our progeny in the bloodstream. We teach it. Each generation has to fight to keep it. Mm-hmm. This is another, this is the biggest attempt. I'm, I'm 61 years old. I've been in this country half, half a century. This is the biggest and most successful attempt that I have seen at taking away our liberty. We need to make sure that they don't do that, that, they, that we keep it. Mike, I got about 30 seconds, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, uh, I just had Horace Cooper on from the Project 21 um, uh, in my last segment, and he said he thinks that a lot of this is going to change in November because um, the actual number of people who believe this really, really progressive stuff is about 15 percent of the country. And the, oh, it's the, much the, less than that. It's much less than that. The Hidden Tribes Project in 2018 did a very vast study which showed they woke up about they're about eight percent of the population. They're super white, super accredited. I'm not going to say educated. They're in. They, they they have positions of authority in the culture. They're very outspoken, and they can they threaten to cancel you. 
but I don't think they're over 10%. Well, Mike, I'm out of time. Uh, the name of the book, the title of the book is BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. Good luck with it. Thanks for coming on to talk about it. I hope you have a blessed Easter week. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. We'll be right back. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs the best installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right is going to install per manufacturer and NRCA specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention Dennis Prager for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or visit their website at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. This is John Stagerwald. You know, I used to think that all towels are pretty much the same, but I found out with my pillow towels, that's not the case. Towels just don't seem to dry anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the stores, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at My Pillow found out that around 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and adding softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA, and they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton. They come with the My Pillow 60-day money-back guarantee. You can get a six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, soft and absorbent, regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great radio specials. This is Dennis Prager. Why did God save the Jews in Egypt but not the millions of Jews who died in Europe? Was there really an exodus? Does Judaism affirm an afterlife? Does reason? My new book answers these and many other significant questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah. Like my five-volume commentary, The Rational Bible, this newest book, The Rational Passover Haggadah, relies on reason to explain the text. The text of the oldest holiday in the world, Passover. Jesus' Last Supper was the Passover Seder. This is an explanation of this holiday and that evening for people of every faith and, for that matter, of no faith. The Haggadah has inspired millions around the world every year for thousands of years to learn about it and relive one of the most famous stories of all, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. My new book is the Passover guide that will last a lifetime. Order Dennis Prager's latest book today. Get it at PragerStore.com or wherever books are sold. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. ReliefFactor.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So have you signed up for CNN Plus yet? That's uh, that's the CNN streaming uh, service. I guess that's what it's called. Outlet, whatever. Uh, where you get to see people like Don Lemon and all the other idiots they have on CNN. But the the nice thing about it is you get to pay for it. You know, you actually have to send a check to somebody. It's uh, two ninety nine a month, I think, is what they charge. Um, and so the people that it's not it hasn't gone over real well. Chris Wallace was hired. They paid him a ton of money, 
and he goes on the air and nobody watches and he wants out of there or he wants a new show or something. But anyway, you've probably heard about this. Well, the people at Newsbusters, which if you don't follow that website, you really should because you could do an entire show every day on just the stuff they come up with. This is this is someone who came up with eight things <laughs> that uh, – what's it? let me see what the headline says here again – Eight things more popular than epic failure CNN Plus. Listen to some of this stuff. A Kickstarter Kickstarter campaign for potato salad made more money, over $55,000, than CNN Plus did from their first month of subscription fees, $2.99 a month discount from active users. A Kickstarter campaign for potato salad made more money than CNN. In the U.S. alone, 10,386 people died by falling out of bed between 1999 and 2014, and their number was lower than that. An Instagram account called Daily underscore Otis that posts the same picture of a CGI cow every day and nothing else has 48,200 followers as of this blog's publication, which is nearly five times as many followers as CNN+. A, a picture of a cow is getting more people to watch than Mike Wallace, or uh, what's his name, uh, Chris Wallace is getting at CNN. According to Wikipedia, the tiny island of Tuvalu has more residents, 11,900, than people who actually use CNN+. And this is, I can't believe that this exists. A YouTube video, first of all, what kind of a society are we living in if this exists? But a YouTube video of paint drying, and it does exist, has more viewers, 1.1 million than CNN+. Plus. It's act, i got to find that video of paint. i got to watch that. I have to see it. I've never watched paint dry. And during Christmas, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, handles over 130,000 phone calls from children on the whereabouts of Santa Claus. And... In 2016, the Australian Bureau of Statistics found there are close to 48,000 Jedi in the country. More people than CNN+. Make sure you hurry up and sign up for that. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.